Hello and welcome to another edition of the RGU Talks podcast. My name is Michelle Duncan and I am part of RGU's student recruitment team. Today's topic, we will be talking about exploring Scotland as a student and I am so excited to welcome our um, interviewee today. I'll be joined by Shubham Patel, who is a student on our MSc Construction Management Programme. Now, Shubham has joined RGU all the way from Pune in India, and he's happily and helpfully agreed to share a little bit about his experience of exploring Scotland as an international student with us. Shivam, hello and welcome to the podcast. Hi there, Michelle. Uh, thanks for the introduction. Uh, I'm excited for this podcast just because of the experience, great experiences I had during my course. So thanks once again for this nice opportunity to speak. Oh, it is our pleasure and I cannot wait to get stuck in with our questions and find out a little bit more about the literal and metaphorical journeys that you've been on um, in coming to join us here in Aberdeen. So why don't we start, Shubham, by getting a better understanding of how did you decide to come to, to Aberdeen? What brought you here from all the way from Pune in India? Yeah, so I like decided a long time ago, if I want to do my master's, it, it has to be UK just because of the educational climate and all the buildings and everything to explore around whole of United Kingdom. So that was the goal set. And then when afterwards I was looking further, then I found Scotland and all the great universities Scotland has to offer. Uh, then I came like, uh, they, they came a university RGU, uh, located in Aberdeen. I was like, Let's search. When I uh, searched a bit more, researched about uh, RGU, I found the modules very interesting uh, regarding to my course. And then afterwards, I started uh, researching about Aberdeen. And then I found so many great things to do in Aberdeen. And then I researched a bit more. There were like plenty and tons of things to do in whole of Scotland. And then uh, that was one thing I heard Aberdeen uh, just because uh, of Sir Alex Ferguson. Uh, who was the manager at Aberdeen FC and they uh, did the triumph of 1983 by winning the Europeans Cup. So that's I, that's how I got to know about Aberdeen and then I researched a bit more. Then I was like, I fell in love with the city just by the videos. So I was like, if I'm in love right now, what will happen once I am la land over there and start my course in RGU? So all these factors resulted in me being here. So you decided that you wanted to study in the UK, study in Scotland, study in Aberdeen. You joined us in January last year and it seemed to me straight away you started to explore your, your new home city. I believe your brother gave you some good advice for, you know, coming to coming to live in a new location. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, please? Yeah, so my brother, older brother, he was an international student and just before I was like packing up all the stuff and uh, going to start my course in Aberdeen, he gave me a very important advice and the advice was when you are 
uh, studying as an international student don't think like you can travel and explore the places where you are studying afterwards or when you get time first i should explore other european countries other parts and then i can then i'll always have time to do things in my own city it doesn't work like that you'll never get the chance again to explore your own city where you studied because you'll be so engrossed in your work and life afterwards you'll just regret that part that i should have done that when i was studying so that was one piece of advice i took myself like took very carefully and used it and it certainly worked magic for me so uh, yeah sometimes we can forget to stop and look and see what is immediately in front of our, our faces. So tell us a little bit more about what you've discovered and where you've discovered in Aberdeen. Uh, so I uh, like researched a bit about Aberdeen uh, myself because uh, I've seen many films based on Scotland, like Braveheart, the TV series Outlander. So I knew about Scotland and how beautiful country it is. And then I just started exploring widely I visited parks. There's a uh, there's a park called Seaton Park in the middle of city, and you feel like you're in some national park because uh, uh, because the there's a nice clean river flowing, and the park is so well built. There's a church of Saint Macha, the patron saint, and it's 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 so good and it's so well maintained that you get that f- feeling of nostalgia when you're looking at these places. You feel like I have been there, a deja vu kind of thing. I have been there at some point of my life. I've seen places like this. So I saw uh, all the other parks. Then I moved, started moving outwards of Aberdeen. I visited um, Dunnerton Castle in Stonehaven. Stonehaven is a beautiful place as well. And Dunnerton Castle and its whole history, how William Wallace attacked the English army. And yeah, so I just started exploring and got to know about places by exploring. And you mentioned movies there. Donotter Castle is just like a movie set. In fact, I think it's been a movie set as well. Exactly. It's it's just like a, a, a castle you watch in Braveheart. Some castles in It's just like a movie set. And every aspect of the castle is described in so amazing way, like what exactly happened at which point of time in the time scale, in the period, period time scale. It just fascinates more about more about the castle and whole of the history of Scotland. You you are intrigued and you want to learn more. Like what exactly happened over there? Wow. And before we move away and, and continue your travels kind of out with Aberdeen, you mentioned there um around the city of Aberdeen the, the museums have been something that you've enjoyed as well. Yeah, how can I forget about museums in Aberdeen? I've went to some museums like a couple of times uh because just because uh the best part is all the museums are free of cost they charge you nothing to like enter the museums and they have some great artifacts you can explore like tons of museums that there's even a museum dedicated to the whole shipping industry of aberdeen which was the backbone which is still the backbone of aberdeen and the maritime museum it's it's amazing so even the museums are great uh great to watch and look around and know about the history what went behind this particular city yeah i i agree and it's a a really good example of stuff doesn't always have to cost a fortune does it to kind of learn about your your new home kind of city i exactly spent like 50 pounds 
exploring Danata Castle, whole Aberdeen, everything. Like that's a change. That's nothing. When you are getting to know all these kind of great places, their history, their background, uh, and this just a pleasure to pleasure to watch all the places. Like all the parks, they are free free of cost to enter. All the museums are free of cost to enter. Uh, you can just explore around and see and get to know about the history. So we'll carry on your journeys. Um, you've explored the city of Aberdeen and you mentioned Stonehaven and Donotter Castle and, and the temples in Aberdeenshire. Um, but can you tell us about your travels further afield? Where, where else in Scotland have you visited whilst you've been studying? Uh, so if like Aberdeen was my starting point, I just kept peeling like onion. It, 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 everything is like every layer is a great thing to explore. And after Aberdeen, I was like, what else? Edinburgh. I Then I set my radar on Edinburgh, the most fabled city in the whole world, if I'm not wrong. And I went there by train. And once I landed in Edinburgh and I just came like I, I just saw, I, I was walking on the road and I was like, wow, what is this place? Never seen like this in real life, only in real life, in the movies and TV series. It's just like you're on a set of Game of Thrones. Uh, sometime you'll get uh, on a set of Lord of the Rings. Sometime you are uh, in the wizardry world of uh, Harry Potter. So it's just like that. And Edinburgh is fascinating. There are so many things to do in Edinburgh. You you can't just do it in like, even if like uh, you spend a month in Edinburgh, you'll still miss on places. That's what I felt about Edinburgh. It's it's not that huge city, but it has many things to offer. Uh, like uh, the castle, of course, the castle is like uh, one of the main attractions. And you can, once you're like walking on the Princess Street, on your left hand side, you can see the castle and just feel like the castle from Game of Thrones. Then I visited the oldest pub in Scotland. It was like, it is like uh, 800 years old, if I'm not wrong. Sheep's Head Inn is just on the footstep of Arthur's Seat. So I plan to go to Arthur's Seat. Arthur's Seat is like a, a, a mountain, a small mountain, and from the, uh, it's a vantage point. It, it's a, um, a dormant volcano actually oh, Arthur's seat so it, it's right. like a mountain in the middle of the city but it's a volcano it's thanks for the information Michelle uh, so uh, I had planned of going to Arthur's seat because just because of that vantage point you get you can see whole of uh, Edinburgh city with a clear view how it was planned because Edinburgh is a very planned city uh, by all these founding fathers. You can see the uh, uh, statues as well as you're walking and you'll feel, wow, this is this is something great. And uh, yeah, so you just wonder like, uh, did, like uh, uh, William Wallace's army used to drink in this pub or hang out in this pub, it's so old. And then I walked all the way to other seat and had a good look of uh, the Edinburgh city, which is breathtaking. And then one thing uh, like you feel is, like, yeah, that's why J.K. Rowling was in Edinburgh writing books about Harry Potter, because she can't imagine place like that if she is writing from some other place. Only a person who is like seen Edinburgh can think about things like that. It's that magnificent and that great. Yeah. Uh, words can't justify Edinburgh. You have to watch it for yourself. No photos, no videos. Ah, that's that's some good advice there. Now, many of the people listening will 
you know, possibly be familiar with Aberdeen, probably be familiar with Edinburgh. But for your next adventure, Shubham, can you tell us a little bit about where you went next and what it involved? Uh, so after Edinburgh, I was like, if Edinburgh is like this, what else has Scotland to offer? You will, everyone will get that question. So most of you, heard, most of you guys might have heard about the uh, Nessie Loch Ness monster. Everyone has to see Nessie, don't they, when they come to Scotland? I wanted to like uh, what uh, know about exactly uh, uh, where did the story start from about the Loch Ness monster. So uh, Loch Ness is near Inverness. So my cousin was over here, and we just planned like let's go watch uh, Loch Ness monster. Before that, there's a national park, Cane Gomes National Park. So we decided first we'll stay at Cane Gomes, uh, camp over at Cane Gomes, and then move on to Inverness. So Cane Gomes is like amazing national park. It's uh, it's filled with uh, green trees, and you can camp over there. So before that, we bought a tent, and we just thought like we'll camp over there. We bought a tent, and we camped at uh, Cane Gomes National Park. We did all the uh, bonfire things and stuff like that so it was amazing experience so next day we went to Loch Ness uh, though we didn't see Nessie bad day maybe he was having a bad day but uh, Loch Ness is very picturesque it's amazing uh, the lake is huge uh, in, in in photos or videos you think like it's a small lake but when you actually are there it's huge lake and there are ferries on the lake to explore around the lake so you get to know more about the history of Loch Ness and yeah it was great then we moved on to Inverness I like uh, known about Inverness because I watched the TV series Outlander so the main character they come to stay in Inverness and that's where they tra the lead character she travels back in time so I went to that exact spot hoping that I'll travel back in time <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Inverness is uh, just like the TV series, all the uh, whole of the Inverness is very uh, maintained, if you say, and um, it, it's just amazing. So uh, when we were at Inverness, I'd heard about NC500, who like NC500 people say it's like the greatest road trip anyone can do in his lifetime. I had seen so many videos and photos from travel bloggers when I was in India. So we were at Inverness and I was like, just poked my cousin. I was like, if we are Inverness, Inverness is the starting point of NC500. And we are on the route, like Inverness is the starting point of NC500. We got our tent with us. We'll just buy some things which we'll need along the way and just we'll do start doing the NC500. So wait a second here. Let me just confirm. You've gone for to stay in the Cairngorms Park and um, Inverness for just a couple of days camping and you've now decided to embark on the North Coast 500 miles road trip. Is that right? Yeah, wow. it's, it's like 500 miles. It was just a decision made on that point. I was like, it's now or never because just we are at Inverness and I don't know when I'll get a chance to explore or do the North Coast 500. I just like uh, I just told him like, see, if you're driving on your right hand side, it will be the North Sea. On your left hand side, it will be the great, picturesque, amazing landscape of Scotland. And he was hooked. He was like, OK, let's do it. And by the time we reached Nain, 
Neil, he was like, bro, this is amazing. Thank God we are doing this. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, to make the whole trip short, to make it in like one, one sentence, I'll tell you. NC500 is like, you are exploring different landscapes of Earth in Scotland as, as if you are on different planet or as if you are on some extra extraterrestrial planet it's 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 the only way i can put nc500 because every every other location gives you those vibes like oh this is mars this is moon that that kind of landscape it's, it, it is that kind of landscape and all the villages and towns across the nc500 every town is different from other town every town has some different kind of history and no other town is like similar to other town so it's just like how is that possible like people always think like all the towns are same in the countryside it's not like that every town has different history and amazing history because vikings some at some towns vikings set their first feet and then they started conquering and stuff like that there are like so many stories about this particular route and then you can spot like wild animals like deers along the route and just explore explore uh, explore freely that's what we did uh, just uh, we didn't go by the book like uh, just go on the road and stop and then again go we stopped at uh, particular towns we stayed we explored those towns which is pretty great and then all the way till apple cross uh, which is like the end point of uh, nc500 and then we camped at an uh, apple cross so all along the way we were camping uh, with our tent and all the people are very friendly so the best part of scotland is you can camp anywhere you want they won't charge you or there are like no legal guidelines once a police officer like helped us camp our tent in one town so because just because all the camping places were booked so that's why he was like you can camp over here it's all good and do this in like summer because the climate is just amazing at that point of time and uh, at apple cross so uh, when we reached that apple cross then again i like poked my cousin is like i was like uh, isle of sky is just 120 miles from this point so uh, we already did like 500 miles uh, 200 miles won't harm us now <laughs> and then we went to isle of sky isle of sky is a different small country in itself to put in like small words because the mountains they are like from uh, Jurassic area uh, uh, Jurassic period so uh, all the rock formations they are amazing a uh, pleasure to watch and even the Isle of Sky there's like so much going in that particular area uh, hustle and bustle festivals you'll just uh, engross yourself in whole of the activities so Isle of Sky was like the end point of our trip and then we came back to Aberdeen wow. it was a nice long 12 days journey oh my goodness and you have seen things that will last forever in your memory these are things that people cannot take away from you exactly so I clicked many pics and videos along the route but no one can justify what I have seen no video can give the justice to NC500 because what I personally experienced, it's still in my uh, memory and in subconscious mind, like how beautiful it is. No one can like literally take it back. And I'm so happy I did this trip. 
I won't ever regret this thing in my whole life. Oh, that's so nice to hear. Now, Shubham, there's obviously the benefit of traveling is that you get to see the beautiful things that you've spoken about and meet the cool people and have the adventures and, and do the exploring. But um, sometimes as a, a student, particularly at master's level, people can think that there's not enough time to do these things or, or maybe I, I should focus only on my studies. Can you tell us about perhaps the other benefits, so not just the scenery and the exploring, but what kind of other benefits have you found from traveling and, and exploring Scotland? Yeah, so like the biggest benefit is, obviously as international students, we are stressed about our assignments, about our part-time jobs, will we get a job? We are stressing ourselves like 24-7. So when I did this trip, it made me calm. I was like, I was stressing for like, 15 10 15 days for no reason it made me calm and it set my uh, mental spirit at such level that i was calm while i was doing assignments there was no stress about the future i i started living for the moment after i did the trip and that's what like the best thing happened to me uh the the best part is like uh, i uh, i if i if i can say it's like stress won't get you anywhere what will uh, help you in your assignments and job is calmness of your mind and it will uh, you'll your mind will only get calm if you go around explore places not like 24 7 st uh, staying at your own place and studying or doing nothing try to explore so that's what helped me a lot and when i joined the next uh, second semester after good uh, summer vacation after doing all these trips, I was so happy and my mind was at so ease. I did my submissions very casually and I scored good in, good in them as well as I was able to give good presentations just because I met so many people along the way, Scottish people, people from other nationalities, had good conversations, discussions. Everyone was there for peace of mind. Oh, that's great to hear. Um... Now, we're coming towards the end of our time together, Shivam, and you've been so, you know, wonderful in bringing to life your, your journeys and your explorations. You mentioned at the start when you were considering where to study, you were looking at the UK in general and, you know, places in England. Do you feel that coming to Scotland has given you something different? than you would have gotten if you'd gone elsewhere? And if so, can you kind of tell our listeners why maybe Scotland should be somewhere they consider coming to explore as well? Uh, exactly. So the first thing is, even if like I get a chance to again apply for masters, even if I go back in time, I again opt for Aberdeen. So that was this, uh, that's the impression this place has created on my mind. Uh, the thing is, uh, there are like so many things to do. People are so friendly. The main concern of international students is how are the people over there, the localites. You will only find friendly people, nothing else. Some, uh, that's the great part. Apart from that, uh, there are so many places to explore. You can uh, just, it's about the culture and history of Scotland. Not many people know until and unless they land over here and start knowing about Scotland. It's 
a country with so rich uh, cultural heritage that you will be awed by some facts and it has like most castles in whole of united kingdom so it's just amazing uh, scotland has to offer and apart from that uh, how scotland is moving forward with the green energy and trying to make itself uh, net zero carbon by 2050 and all the innovations that are being placed in scotland uh, with this uh, old cultural heritage combines and makes this like a great experience for anyone for for anybody listening who is an international student considering where they should come and study but also for anyone listening even me who's lived in scotland all my life i've learned so much and have enjoyed hearing your passion and enthusiasm for traveling as an international student so shivam thank you so much for being so generous and in what you've shared with us i bet you have inspired a load of people to follow your advice to follow your brother's advice and just get out there and start seeing it for themselves so Thank you very much for your time today and good luck with the rest of your studies and the rest of your exploring. In fact, maybe that's what we should do. Where is the next place or places on your list of places to explore? So the next place is um, St Andrews. It's like a, uh, it's in, in Scotland and it's an amazing place st andrews so it's on my radar and afterwards it's outer hub hub rights if i'm not if i'm spelling the name correctly yeah as it's like the, it, it it has like the most view beaches in the world so that part is remaining so there's so much more to do in scotland you can't just do it at like one year you have to like keep exploring every other day thank you so much for your time so until the next time everyone thank you very much for listening and goodbye